country. It's not for survival, bro. This is for survival. <laughs> it's got caffeine in it. That's why I'm drinking it. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a little treat. I'm not doing this to enjoy myself. Treat yourself. Ugh, raspberry tea? Come on. This is like medicine. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's oh, let's berry leaf water. Mm, let's jump in. Why do I <laughs> That's my uh name. Barry the name is Barry Leaf. Barry Leafwater. Um let's jump in because uh we have a lot to discuss. Do we? Yes. Okay. But I have I have some stuff that I want to hit kind of at the top and then I'm going to see where this goes talking about this with you because I cuz I don't have I'm glad you laid out the structure of our that's podcast. That's the structure. <laughs> We're going to say um, what happens and then, and then go from probably there. not going to happen. But only because I think I have some strong feelings about a few things about this and then I want You wanna, know I do. Right, I want to get into it. I want to get into it and and kind of see where it goes. So, let's just do the intro. Hello everyone. Welcome to the 500 greatest films podcast quarantine MCU rewatch bonus edition eps. My name is Hector Navarro and sitting across from me yeah. Is the Wong to my Stephen Strange. Okay. Is the Mordo to my Ancient One. No, they're not friends. Is the... They're not friends anymore. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Is the... I, I, I got I think maybe Wong's the best example. The Wong to my Stephen Strange. Yes. Is the car accident... To your hands. <laughs> to my hands. <laughs> Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi. I <laughs> destroyed me. <laughs> I didn't destroy you. I changed you. You changed me for the better. For the better. For the better. Uh-huh. The world is better for it. I <laughs> took you down a peg. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I I want to take credit for this. I grounded Hector. Yep. Oh did. my God. The I was fucking such a dick. Ego on that I was such guy a dick. Before <laughs> I knew him. You moved in in 2015 and I was like, what's up, hot And you were like, oh, no. End of 2014. End of 2014. You're like, I'm going to car accident this guy. I'm going to bring oh him God. down a Definitely. Peg. Definitely. Ooh, I can't wait to just car accident this motherfucker. And I did. Yeah, you did. And I did. Hand I you did. I emotionally wrecked <laughs> everybody in that house. <laughs> Physically, emotionally. Yeah. I would wake up and you'd be sitting next, to, standing next to my bed, and you'd be like, "Wake up, motherfucker!" And I'd be floating over you, astral. Yeah, <laughs> punch me in the face, scare me. <laughs> yep. Again. Mm-hmm. So I thank you for that. Anytime. What a journey. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Strange's journey also began years ago. And are you? <laughs> we can get into the timeline. That's but a segue. It's I've quite a segue. It. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and hand your phone to our friend Sir Giles? So they consider can, him a friend. Yeah. Okay. He's right here. Yes. I'll tell you how I really feel when he leaves. <laughs> because Sir Giles is going to summarize what Rotten Tomato summarized about Rotten this tomato. film. <laughs> what Rotten Tomato? <laughs> My favorite website, Rotten Tomato. Hey, one Rotten Tomato spoils the whole bunch. <laughs> That's true. Um, and so far, the MCU has not been spoiled, movie movie wise. There TV? hasn't been a Rotten Tomato. No. In the whole TV bunch. wise, there hey, has been a hey, bunch. There's been some blemishes, a bruise. You can cut mm-hmm. that off. You mm-hmm. can still use that mm-hmm. tomato. And this movie's not and perfect. Also, that tomato probably still tastes okay. Lord knows this movie's it's not gonna perfect. It's going to get the job done. True. It's like a burger slicing tomato. Mm-hmm. That's what we got a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. And some uh, of some of the movies are like, ooh, this is a gorgeous. I'd even say tomato. this might be a burger slice of. Okay. No, okay. it's better than that. Okay. Interesting. I don't know how we're categorizing types of tomato, but I'm with you. Here's I'm with it. you. Okay. Are you though? You just yeah. said you didn't. You weren't. No, with I don't. Me. But I'm. I'm supporting you. I'm with okay. you. Okay. A burger slice of uh-huh. a tomato. Uh, tomato. 
is something that contributes. Right. But it's not bringing anything huge. You can't eat it on your own and be fully satisfied. Yes. Okay. That's not a bad analogy, actually. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Like, uh, especially Half of these with movies. what we learn in Endgame, uh-huh. that Thor the Dark World is uh-huh. a burger slice of tomato. Yes. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And I'll say, yeah, that's a great way to put it. I would say stuff like maybe like Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3 even. Thor Ragnarok is a fucking juicy yep. heirloom tomato. Mm. One of those cool ones with all the different colors mm. that tastes amazing. A bu- like Black Panther is like its own meal of a tomato. It's like a tomato. It's like a, a tomato that only grows in a specific place. Yeah, in and Wakanda. tastes incredible. <laughs> yes. It's and like it, a San Marzano it, tomato. It enhances your body. Where's yeah. San Marzano? That's in Italy, but Ooh. it's like they're the best. Beautiful. All right. Sir Giles has been waiting long enough. Hand the phone to him so that he can cue us up to talk about the film we're talking hey, about. Sir Giles, fucking sun-dried tomato. Turn, you know yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Um, Minus the flavor. He's only 10 years younger than us. Prince Harry, who just died. Who died? Not Prince Harry? Charles. Charles? Chuck. No. It wasn't, Char- it wasn't Prince I Charles. Think, right? I don't know. He's 100 years old. Which... Prince just, just died. died. There's no king. <laughs> Prince Philip. Prince Philip. That's right. Phil, not Chuck. We got Sir Giles is about 15 Phil, years younger than we got Phil. Chuck. They knew each other back in the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not friends. Mm-mm. They went to the same school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sir Giles ultimately actually, he lo- and I didn't respect him. Mm-hmm. I didn't respect Sir Giles until I found out he fucking beat the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of they had a falling Prince out. Philip. They had a yeah, falling out. That's what did it. Yeah, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, Prince Philip's favorite movie was The Godfather. No, it wasn't. And Sir Giles's favorite movie was The Godfather Part Two. It's probably like, uh, what's the most colonizer movie of all? Time? Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's tough. That's a great question. The like most the most pro colonization film you can think of. Uh, There's a bunch like back in the day. Yeah. Old oh, yeah. British films. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like. Uh, Probably the bridge over the river Kwai, or mm-hmm. did they ever do like a film adaptation of Heart of Darkness, something like that? Maybe like Treasure of the Sea. But Heart Madre. of Darkness is kind of anti being there, right? Is it? I don't remember. It's de- certainly not pro native, from what I remember. I don't remember at all. I don't know. For some reason, English I thought class it was, was about. That's the bullshit. thing. English class will ruin a book. It would. It would. I remember asking my teacher. So you're you're telling me. That this guy who wrote Heart of Darkness actually wrote it based on his true experiences. Joseph Conrad. But then on top of his true experiences, put a metaphor on top of that? That's And my English teacher was like, yes. And I was like, I'm not ready for this. But also, it's It's not. It's dumb. How do they know that? Yeah. I'm like, either this is real and it just so happens that we're interpreting it and having having it be this metaphor. I hated that about English class so much. Having to break down the metaphors, the similes, the allegories, all that stuff. What they should have done is we should have spent a week doing one book and then like next week being like, okay, we're going to do that same thing but for like a movie. That's how you get my brain into it. Or, well, they'd show the movie sometimes of the book. Which I think is a bad idea. I think it's fine. I don't think... I think the way they're gonna they're doing it now. I think film should be incorporated in yeah, English classes, absolutely, because it as is a, just another a way form to, of writing and art. True, and as a way to don't help necessarily only look at teach the canon of literature, right? As a way to help teach critical analysis. Yes, and then if you want to go back to literature and back to you know, classic, just do both. Yeah, 
but like, dude, even even a movie like this, I'm like, throw this on. Let me hit, school is like hit, set back hit. in time, except for it's like, well, we have to take class. Uh, I know, right? I don't even remember the word for it. STEM classes. Yeah. What are they? Where you have to learn STEM. coding. Yeah, yeah. What was like the newest movie you remember seeing in school? Hang on a minute, Sir Giles. We'll get to you in a second. You should you, you sit there, right? Sit right there. The newest movie he saw in school yeah. was that train coming at you on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I fucking got him good. <laughs> I got him good. He doesn't even know what you're talking about. He does a train. Uh, what, do you remember seeing like a new movie in school or a newer-ish movie? I think we saw Titanic, which is from '97. Uh, um, we watched some newish movie in German class. Mm. We might have watched. Parts of the Crucible. Oh, the Winona Ryder. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, damn. But also, but that whole part of English class, I remember just being really bored. I just remember being it. it Here's being very, the thing, you know, they fucking destroy any enjoyment you could possibly suck out of mm-hmm. any of these. I know, especially since they pick a lot of boring ass shit too. I know, I like know, the I Scarlet know. Letter. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. it's dry. Hawthorne, it's get dry. Hey it's man, dry. you know a lot of words. Did you ever read? And 19- you can make the longest sentences. Nineteen eighty-four. Did you ever read it? You can get out of here. I read it only as an. I, I never think read it's in school. fine. I was. It's so dry. It, it's I, I so agree. dry. I think it is. And fine, I think but it, it's... especially probably when it came out, I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. is saying something about mm-hmm. society. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, look at new uh, <laughs> versions of that, please. Yeah, no kidding. No, I kidding. get Animal Farm is a book that talked about the current era but, but it all, maybe I, have them read animal farm and then have them read a current version yeah of exactly farm. i remember reading what was the name of the book the um the oh my god it's so famous where it's like it, it was written around the turn of the century and it was a criticism of like the industrial age oh the jungle the jungle up in sinclair, sinclair yeah. the jungle mm-hmm. i remember me packing plant yeah i remember reading that or talking about it in class the fuck that thing about reading that it's though. still relevant yes but what i'm saying is do that talk about how it's crazy how it's still relevant and then show them okja yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> put on okja with tilda swinton all right yep. nice segue let's get into the movie hand your phone over to sir giles so that he can set up the movie we're talking about tonight sir giles whenever you're ready what movie are we talking about in tonight's episode? Take it away, Sir Giles. Doctor Strange, mm. 2016. Yes. Director Scott Derrickson. No middle name. No. Doctor Strange artfully balances its outre source. What? <laughs> Keep going. Don't get Material up. against the blockbuster constraints of the MCU, delivering a thoroughly entertaining superhero origin story in the bargain. Bargain. In the oh, very nice. Thank you, Sir Giles. Really appreciate it. Have a good night. And he's on his way out. And he is gone. He that guy sucks. That guy here. sucks, dude. He Sir Giles sucks, He came in here dude. wearing his night cloak. I know. Guys, night cloak. We're filming this at night. Yes. In a garage. His night cloak mm-hmm. and his little hat with the ball. Mm-hmm. We said we said this before. He looks like Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes, he he's does. He's the worst. He only looks like Ebenezer Scrooge when he's wearing that, though. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. It's those knobby knees. <laughs> You can see those knobby knees peeking out from underneath <laughs> his bed skirt. So, Keller, remembering what Rotten Tomato... They were way too nice. You think so? Yeah. Let's get into it, because I want to hear your overall thoughts and just what your... Because the origin story nonsense is what I hate most about this oh, movie. Oh, I disagree. But but it's only because... Well, if there was... You know what I... If it was done well, I would have liked it like better. You don't like the execution. You I don't have like no, the execution. You don't ha- you I don't have, have no a... problem with his origin story. Okay. 
Okay. That mm. I think is is important to note is that you have no problem with any of the, the story way this- choices in this film. You have a problem with the filmmaking script or and even execution choices of the some of the story choices. Like what? I don't need us going back to the hospital that many times. Mm. He's like, remember the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> I disagree, but I'm I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Hit me with your overall thoughts. Do you like this movie? Do you dislike this I movie? I like this movie. How'd you feel about and it this tonight? This movie might have been my favorite when it came out of the MCU. Really? It definitely isn't now. And I definitely like Civil War more. Why was it your favorite when it came out? It was so much different. It is different. Uh it is different. Other than the very formulaic origin story there nonsense. Are, there are little, it. and not just that, but there are little glimpses of it being so different that it's well, awesome. But then it, there's also huge chunks of sameness, not just from MCU, but like TV procedural dramas that we've seen. You yeah, know, the whole that first thing. 20 minutes is a sad episode of House. Yeah. It's like one of those episodes that's like, House, you gotta stop taking Vicodin, dude. <laughs> and they're like, no, but I'm actually british and i have to take vicodin to suppress my british accent i want to talk about this because um but you do like the film overall but yes and it's visually stooning yes and it is jam-packed with an amazing cast yes okay uh and and we got to get this out of the way the 3d fucking oh also yeah five out of five stars so many portals <laughs> <laughs> okay good we got that out of the way now we can actually discuss the film the film like for sure five out of five because all yeah, the portals yeah, yeah. but like the 3d is so many portals i want to take a few minutes here to dis- actually try to describe there's it. so many versions of portals yeah <laughs> even though yeah like you know how we were talking in spider-man we're yeah like, yeah is that kind of the portal yeah and ultimately we decided it doesn't i mean you decided no but sure. we decided and also i have uh, we the people royal on we. the internet for sure you do uh bagging me up but i still think it's a portal but go on it isn't a portal it okay. is a phasing through uh something yeah i agree to disagree and that, a door is a portal so yeah, there's a portal on the back of that thing uh-huh. okay then that's not it. that's incorrect <laughs> a dortal <laughs> that's what they call a door portal is a dortal a dortal every movie has dortals there's the dortals where uh mind the witch in the wardrobe that's a dortal yep that is a dortal that's a dortal that's adorable dortal you know pan's labyrinth you draw a door and then it's a dortal yeah before it's just Coraline. A dortal dortal you know, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Dortle. Dortle. in the trees, in a tree, Dortle in a tree. That's Dortle a, in a that's tree. That's a Dortle. That's what they call it. Dortle. <laughs> that's a Dortle in a tree. <laughs> a door troll is what it is. There's those uh, portals. Okay, okay, we're getting distracted. <laughs> Just that go, go into the desert. <laughs> okay, stop. The stop portals stop. that go into. Oh this yes, is Doctor Strange. Related. It is. It is. It is. Yes. 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 Those are portals, and yeah. they're doors. Those are dortles. <laughs> where you turn the little knob and it's like... You know what? Yeah, it zooms around to jungle or desert. Five out of five stars. Lots of dortles. <laughs> Lots of dortles. Um, but let's d- actually take a few minutes to actually try to describe yes. the 3D. Because we normally just say on this podcast, they like, fucking 3D's push great. It. First shot yeah. is just like some establishing like exterior shot. Pillars and you're in the pillars darkened the Kamartage. or something? No, the, like you're in the you're in the Kamartage temple because oh, yeah, that's Cassilius what it is. and his, yeah. his zealots... The, are showing the up the library mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh it pushes it they did a lot yeah even when he is like my hands have pins in them mm-hmm. they That's push the shot. shit out of that that stuff. pov shot that they POV, really do yeah they really really do mm-hmm. um i think that and uh, as i was saying too like almost to a fisheye yeah. level but not yeah in a detracting way. it's just yeah it just pushes it and it's exaggerated and i've said this before to people and i truly believe this dr strange in 3d is like a different really a different film 
than when you watch it 2D. Because as soon as Cassilius and Ancient One start moving shit around, mm-hmm. and like the when Cassilius, it has so much, so much depth in the kaleidoscoping effect of changing yeah. the the reality yes. that it's just like. It, oh my god and then when and i even ugh. said when they were in hong kong it was almost distracting how good how good yeah because i was like i'm not even following the choreography of this fight because right. everything is so cool looking absolutely outside of that absolutely when the whole city is getting but that might be because this is my rewound not in time. i've seen this before right maybe it would be uh, different if we're first time viewing first time it. viewing i don't but, know what um, i followed it's just gorgeous and it just it feels like of course it would add itself to a doctor strange character and the visuals of the story mm-hmm. even when he as we've said before space always looks awesome even when he goes into like the dark dimension or when he's getting that looks super cool shot or, yeah. through mm-hmm. through when you know ancient ones he like gets open shown the world your eye and he gets zipped around like that stuff's cool but even forget everything you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> but even just like if anybody ever you know, said that to me though yeah that's the thing about that moment. Uh-huh. And it's like, if anybody, I was like, all right, man. Yeah. Uh, number <laughs> one, just find a better way to say that. Mm-hmm. Like something Very less dramatic. up your own fucking ass. Very dramatic, like, Mordo. Just have, be like, hey, but man, he wasn't ready. shit's going to be, mm-hmm. you're not going to expect what you're about mm-hmm. to see, man. Okay? <laughs> I just want hey, you bro. to prep yourself before yeah. you come through this door. That's what, Yeah. <laughs> This is a dordle. Oh, by the way, this Before is called a dordle. dordle. Steven's like, this is a lot to take in. What do you What do you mean, dordle? Okay, dordle. that's what we needed in this movie. Is we needed Chiwetel Ejiofor to be like this surfer bro, like surfer with an American bro, accent. I need someone to be a little bro because you're gonna trip out in a second. Stephen Strange was not good enough at being the audience surrogate for no, because he's not a he's not a relatable character. That's key. At I just realized this. Also, I just realized in, this. He's not a relatable his, character. To his detriment, uh, I think so. But it's I don't... almost like we were talking about Shirley. How people, right? Uh, the movie like, Shirley. This is a a celebrity surgeon. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So we did this to save lives. We have discussed the three D. Yes. And and have mentioned that Sorry, we're it's... getting into the film now. No good. But I'm just trying to kind of wrap everything up visually. I think that Doctor Strange is top pretty, tier, pretty stellar, pretty top tier. Uh, and in terms of the story. We were going back to, you said you do still enjoy the film. You probably enjoyed it tonight more than you ever have. I think that might be the same case for me. It's uh, this is That's a movie not I, true. I, oh, it's not too for, this true is for tonight. First time best okay. I've ever seen it. Okay, cool. then I was like, is this my favorite one? Mm, because it was so different and so, so different. And also, let's talk about magic now. I was like, awesome. Fine. For sure. Um, not a I think I, helicarrier in sight. I think I, I think I enjoyed it tonight maybe the most. And it's a movie I probably see in the MCU like some of the least amount. Like I don't rewatch this movie. It might be a slice of tomato and a burger. It's uh, hey, but that's, but like a really good one. Like yeah. someone marinated it. Someone mm-hmm. put in some vinegar and or oil and like to to keep going off of that metaphor, Keller. Like guys, marinate your tomatoes before you put them on your burgers. We're we're basically enjoying a It'll burger now. The burger. We're basically enjoying a burger now because we are watching the MCU Just so slowly once it's a like, week. Hey man, here's the bun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, how about this slice of cheese? That's good, too, right? Yeah. That's good, too. You just wait. You just wait. But here's the deal. Uh, I almost feel like that's true, but then when we have, like, an Avenger movie, it's like a bite of all of them, or at least as many ingredients as we've had so far. And then when we get it's to like Infinity War... It's like someone's making a burger in front of you, and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the cheese I'm going to put on the burger. Oh, this is good-ass cheese. This is good cheese. You know, and then we keep... And, and it's then like, they keep I don't like, need this tomato. What is this, a Benihana? They're, like, making it in front of you? 
Yeah. Like a Cold Stone Creamery. You've been to a diner? They do I've been it to there. A diner. I have been to I a diner. I don't know. It's like a sushi place where when <laughs> When we get to... Um, but you're slicing. You're when, trying a slice of tomato. When we get to Infinity War... Also, I'll never put a slice of tomato on my burger. Oh, really? You don't like tomato? I don't like tomatoes. Oh, I love Unless them. it's in a sauce or something. I used to eat them. This is weird. I used to eat them as a kid like an apple out of the fridge. With uh, salt or anything? No. No? I would just... We used to Fresh. go to this place called Central Market, and you could put a quarter in something mm-hmm. and grab a piece of fruit. Mm. My brother was like, I'm just going to get a bell pepper, and we'll just get a green bell pepper. And, and just eat it? Eat that. Interesting. Put the quarter in, just eat a bell pepper like an apple. I never had that. Did you ever try it? I've tried know. green bell pepper. I, I don't, don't like it. I don't know if I'm opposed to that. I mean, listen, was your brother carrying around a little cream cheese, a little Philadelphia cream cheese no. with him? That would have made that bell pepper... Is that the way you like it? Maybe I think I do. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I, maybe I like. I cream, think you I like, like cream cheese, cream cheese with jalapeno. On anything. I do. I do. Except ice cream. Yeah. So when we get to Infinity you like War, cream cheese with ice cream. <laughs> we're gonna like if a cream cheese frosting. Oh, a piece that's of cake. true. That's actually true. See? Oh god, See? You got with me. some ice cream. When we bite into Infinity War, it's gonna be like, oh, there's that tomato that we had. And I'm glad a few that weeks it's ago, there. and it's adding to like it is mm-hmm. because like we were saying. I, I mean, I can't. I know we were saying in real life in person but i feel like we've even brought this up before doctor strange in thor ragnarok is awesome doctor strange in infinity i wouldn't War, even say game awesome awesome i love him i like him in ragnarok he's mm-hmm. not necessary in ragnarok at all no but i think it's uh it's uh, a fun time it's i a, have a fun time it's with a it. perfect use of that character yes and i'm very happy and it, and i also think that it's uh like if you were to watch doctor strange and then pop in thor ragnarok which we're, just we're gonna do shit. right and then if you were to just watch just the movies that doctor strange is in i feel like there's a progression it's subtle but it's in there mm-hmm. and it's cool to think about that shit so going back to your overall thoughts my thoughts on the film i really enjoy it really enjoy it i think that the things i enjoy i pull out of it myself because i go this is very different than the rest of these marvel movies this is yes. very but it's so different while being maybe the most formulaic superhero story. You think so? Thus far. Uh, where it's like, may, I, I think you could make that argument. Yeah. My life's great. Something mm-hmm. bad happened to me. Mm-hmm. I wish something good would happen to me. I get Superpowers powers. Superpowers would make me good. And, and then it's like, now I need to learn how to use my powers. Defeat the now bad guy. Now I need guy. to learn that it's not about me. Yeah. And then that's Learn Lesson you know. learned. And then by the end, it's like, now I'm finally ready to be the full, fully developed hero. And in the sequel, I'll be hitting the ground running. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is. It, 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 that, that formula is in there. I don't know. Here's the deal. I can't think of another one of these that has had... That? Well, Iron Man, basically. But Iron Man... But there's some key differences. It was so different when it came out, mm-hmm. and it was the first one mm-hmm. that... From this franchise. But Iron Man also came on the tail end of all those other Marvel movies. The Spider-Mans, the X-Men films, yes. Hulk, Angley Hulk. Like, Daredevil had a movie at this point. You know, Iron Man almost felt like when it came out in 08... It more of like an action movie approach rather yeah. than like a... A superhero movie approach. Superhero sci-fi... Here's a here's a here's, Fantastical approach. You're absolutely right. Here's a main thing that I want to bring up because... I think part of the criticism or the conversation about Doctor Strange that people have had, and I and I think it's fair, bigger picture, but I think that the, there's some key differences here. People look at Doctor Strange and they go, oh, he is a... Wizard. White guy. He's a wizard without a hat. A sorcerer was a wizard without a hat. He's a white guy, uh, cocky, arrogant, powerful, wealthy, talented, genius maybe, 
snarny, smarmy, snarky. He loves music. You know, yeah, he, he, you know, all that stuff. He has relationships with beautiful women. Now, in Doctor Strange, they're no longer together, but it's still like he, you know, Rachel McAdams is in the hospital. Like, oh, she's beautiful. You know, the same way that like Tony Stark had like, like Pepper Potts and the woman that he slept with. Like, I'm just saying it's sort of part of his. Isn't it crazy? Glamorous world. One of his things was to be the music thing. Mm Mm-hmm. That never comes back other than when he's saying a bunch of artists he knows. He never is just like, sure, I got to listen to some music. I Oh, to like get in the zone? Of it? It, yeah, cause, <laughs> because it's not an important... It's weird because I feel like they lifted that from uh, Star-Lord, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Because Guardians was such a fun time. Don't do it then. Well, uh, the, tr- the, the, the challenge there is what else can it's be done? It's just trying to... to sh- sh- I think it's, it's such an obvious... We're going to layer some personality yeah, onto him that doesn't exist because we're never going to address it ever again. Yeah. And I think that the character Stephen Strange in the comic books doesn't have that much of a personality either. I think that it's a, it's a, whereas Tony Stark, I think, does. And I think it's a, it's a more difficult template to like latch some stuff on there. Tony and, Stark does, but also what they did in the movie is different from Tony Stark in the comics. It is, but it's still. It's but it's still because we got Robert Downey Jr.'s charisma. There's correct. no fucking it's charisma coming off of uh, exactly. Benedict it's, Cumberbatch. It's still based off of a an idea. I like Benedict Cumberbatch. Me too. A I lot. think he's great. I think so too. I think he's the weakest link in this movie. And I think he has some good scenes, some excellent scenes. Yes. But I think that um, I, I think, think we're all have a British accent. <laughs> I think we're all talking about the same thing because. Like you were saying, in Marvel Comics, Tony Stark, even the idea, even if there's differences between like how Robert Downey Jr. played him, the idea of Tony Stark is, but people love him and he's really charismatic. So so RDJ comes in and he goes, I'm charismatic. Boom. The thing is, is for Stephen Strange, even before he gets to become a superhero, the point of Stephen Strange is but that like people don't like him. People don't like him. He's a dick. People don't like Tony Stark. I disagree. He is in- loved. By the public, even if he's before he's Iron Man, before but like, he's an asshole, n- more yes so in the no. comics, and he's more so a right wing conservative. That's the thing. thing. His that's his, the biggest his separation. Idealism. His his beliefs are that he's he doesn't give a shit about people and innocent life, and mm-hmm. then that's what gets changed. Even when those early Iron Man comics, but even when he even when people because here's the thing: the Iron Man comics are different, where he actually had a secret identity. Nobody knew he was publicly oh, Iron yeah. Man. So he's Tony Stark. So that so in, if you read those early comics, he's Iron Man and his, his heart's struggling. But then he would go to be Tony Stark. People don't know that he's Iron Man, and he's still this hot shot sort of mm-hmm. like industrialist. He's just doing and Bruce Wayne. He's Howard ha- Howard Hughes. He's Bruce Wayne. He's going to parties. There's beautiful women constantly. Like Tony, we should go on a date. Blah blah blah. He's still in a world Playing where he is loved and he's super charismatic. Stephen Strange did not have that, I don't think. I, you know, and they tried so, to set him up a little bit. They did. It's tough. I I think that uh, I don't think it's as. Go I don't ahead. Think it's as tough. What do you I mean? I think it's just the, the uh, bring a good writer in to rework the character, like they've done with yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy or mm-hmm. so many. It's of, true. Like Ant Man. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and those characters were. In those films that you just mentioned, especially because they have like a little bit of a comedic bent, that comedy was tailored to those performers. Like the the comedy in Guardians, I think, is really well made for Chris Pratt's abilities. The comedy in Ant Man, I mean, partly because he wrote this it, didn't tailor to Benedict Cumberbatch. That's at what all. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He is fitting into the square peg, and he's kind of a round hole. 
or vice versa. Because it's just like, whereas in, in Doctor Strange, I think that it's fitting to what Cumberbatch is doing. Like, I think his skill set is kind of really well used in that scene. Infinity War, same thing. Because In which scene? In Okay, it, when you get to Thor, he is... Oh, that one you're talking about? In Thor Ragnarok. He's sort of frustrated. He is... He's he's like he's outside of all of it, and he's just like having mm-hmm. to deal with this nuisance. And he's kind of a little funny because Loki's like, "Who do you think?" He's like, "All right, you're done." Like, th- so there's moments yeah, where he also, can be funny. That's the, you know, like we said about the entire first twenty minutes, mm-hmm. it all comes down to writing and direction, then mm-hmm. and letting someone like Benedict Cumberbatch can be funny. He We've can. Le- seen him do stuff. Sherlock, Even as he Dr. does Strange. funny stuff in that all the time. Yes, like that's uh, an excellent point. Excellent point. If it's written for him, mm-hmm. which Sherlock was, mm-hmm. not for him, but like, oh, they, you but know they cater to his acting style. Totally. 100%. Totally. And he can nail that. Especially since I think Benedict Cumberbatch could have been the perfect choice for Doctor Strange. Yeah. I, like, I'm glad he was cast. I'm glad he was cast as too. Doctor Strange. I think someone should have been like, we have Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. as Doctor Strange. Let's tweak this. Uh, to be a Benedict Cumberbatch movie. A little bit. So then going back to the accent. You asked me during the movie, you're like, does he need to be American? And I think that even if he was like British and like moved here for college and became a doctor here, that's fine. Yes. There's nothing about his, does it go into his childhood growing up in New York? From from the little Doctor Strange comics that I've read, and I've probably still read more than most human beings, and and I read that whole sort of early volume where it's Mm -hmm. like two or three years of Doctor Strange from 1963 to whatever. OG stuff. Uh, Doesn't go into any of that stuff. And it's like, if you're, if you're, here's the thing I like about the character in the comic books is it, is that he is a New Yorker. But there is so much room given that they don't give you anything. Sure. To make him an amazing character. I agree. Like you could fill that in. So that's a blank slate. I agree. And I also think your point to what if he was like born and raised in the UK, but then comes, you know, in mm-hmm. college or whatever. Like they did the same thing with Tim Roth in Hulk as the abomination. Yeah. And Emil Blonsky is a Russian character and they just quickly say they're like Russian born, raised in England. And you're like, okay. Yeah. It doesn't and matter. I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> so they could have done something because we were talking about how does the it's accent, does that focus that Cumberbatch is putting into it and does our you know stifling to to the entire thing uh could he still be dr strange with a british accent i think think so be even more dr strange it's possible i mean again the thing i like about wizard name one go gandalf british british dumbledore british i know shit name some more but that's what that's the thing i like about dr strange is that he's probably my first go-to like american wizard yeah and he's pretty good He's he's the supreme sorcerer of his universe, of his reality, of his world, of yeah, his franchise. Tilda Swinton, yeah. fucking British, and it worked. That's true. They said she was Celtic, which was Celtic. Good. Um, yeah, that's British time. I guess if we're unpacking and Celtic this, sorcery, is a thing. That's we true. We have to unpack. Oh, we'll get to her. Don't worry, because I have a lot of. I even have a story where, like, I effectively defended the casting choice. And director Scott Derrickson, he like slid into my DMs on Twitter and he was like, hey, thanks for doing that. Really? I, or, yes, years ago. Because Damn. it's not, an, it, to, to some folks. It's not, it's but, but, the decision uh, in the casting. Right. We'll the, put a pin the in The reason it. they went yes. about it the way they did. Right. We'll and put a pin in it because I do want to. the way that Scott Derrickson addressed it. Y- yes. Uh, and I want to talk Which about is it. Which maybe but, some, one of the more gracious examples. Yes. Of. Yeah. 
in the last he didn't, however many years. He, she was cast before he got onto the project. Oh, really? Yes. Which is another, it's like, that's kind of tricky. That is kind of yeah, tricky. Yeah, that is. Anyway. Fucked. So just pull back for a second. You're talking to me about the character of Stephen Strange, Dr. Strange. talking to Sarah Haley Finn. Hey, she's, she, she is great. And again, put a pin in it, Keller. We Sorry. will get to it. We will get to it. You asked me about the character. Does the character need to be American? I think one of the things I do like is that even as a, for a wizard character, even though he is a rich guy, he's a New Yorker, he's an American, which is typically not now, the type of character that gets, rich New Yorker is, you know, people just think Donald Unrelatable. Trump. Unrelatable. <laughs> I mean, Bloomberg. I don't think so. I still think of like hoity-toity, I gotta have my coffee in the morning, I, I gotta, the you know. Rockefellers. I th- no. That's where it goes <laughs> no, every don't. time. No, you don't. Honestly, still, <laughs> New York, it's because of that fucking history class bullshit. Yeah. Rockefellers, That's Carnegie, so uh, when I think of all, rich, Walt Chase, still a thing. I think like, of I think all of, of Woody their Allen, remnants still exist. I think of Woody Allen. I think of people that have like rich people penthouse apartments. Again, it's like you know? it's fucking Shelley. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people who like, have impossible lives with yeah. impossible jobs remember, talking uh, about impossible things. Do you remember Cloverfield? Yes. How that movie opens and like the dude is with the handheld camp, but he's like in this gorgeous boo, apartment. Miller, boo. Uh, no, not him. The other guy, the main okay. guy, Rob. I think, right? Was that the main character's name? Rob? Okay. But he's like, he wakes up after And then he gives the camera away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're like, like, I love you. But they're like in an apartment in New York and it's like overlooking Central Park. And it's like, how much money money do you have? Norman Osborn. So so maybe there could have been a version of that where it's like, you're not like Norman Osborn, you know, Tony Stark, industrial level rich in New York, but maybe you have like a nice place and you're a doctor that makes money. Well, it's like the people is like, it's tough. I went and talked to my writer friend who's working on their third novel. Actually, their second novel came out. 10 years ago mm-hmm. but they're just writing off that somehow <laughs> and then we all talked about the theater and you know tea. you know what i do love about new york how many times you've been to new york one time only one dude we gotta go i want to so we bad. gotta go dude you and me would paint the town red brother i think that'd be a lot of work there's a lot of surface area <laughs> to cover and i think our but time could be better served doing here's, other things. here's a true observation about new york you tell me if i'm wrong because i just want to gush about new york for yes. a second the thing about New York is... It's like a character of its own. Uh, of course. <laughs> but it's also like, even though we're describing rich people with penthouse apartments and, you know, very, very wealthy people with, like, money and nice clothes and they go and get their morning coffee or whatever, they take the subway. They have to do it right next to everybody that's else. What I'm, that's what I love. Mm-hmm. So when I've read good Doctor Strange comics that I like, he is, even if he's a rich New Yorker, He'll he take is, the subway. He's in he New York. He has a bagel guy. He's he a has New Yorker. a place. He has a bagel guy. He has, you know, he knows the guy that sells street meat on the. He's not a snob mm-hmm. to them. He's like, "How's it going, Benny?" or whatever it is. Like yeah. that kind of grounding then makes me like it that that guy goes to the east to learn uh, magic. At least that's give the that, trick. But also, I know they didn't give it to us in the movie. You are a, an Angelino, wouldn't you say? Yeah, now? sure. Yeah, yeah. Been here ten plus years. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, yeah. I think if he. Was from the UK. Went he to could fucking still, NYU. I agree. I'm not like, disagreeing with you. Totally. Totally. It just it. Yeah. I get making the character and it's important to the character. American. Maybe. Don't have. Don't get Benedict Cumberbatch then. I know, but here, but like you said earlier, I'm glad he was cast, and in some well, respects, yes. But I'm saying kind of perfect. Let him be British. I know. I know. <laughs> Either they. They now fuck themselves because he has to do the American accent. Yeah. From now on, because mm-hmm. he can't drop it. Yeah, like Madonna, exactly. <laughs> uh, or like uh, Amber Heard as a uh, Mara and Aquaman. 
Did she start British and stop? Didn't you or watch the other way around? Zack Snyder's Justice League. I don't fucking remember. She's a British accent. How any? <laughs> but then, okay, every single person yeah. other than Willem Dafoe yeah. and Patrick Wilson, yeah. and Aquaman, yeah. is a piece of wood. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I bet I probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference when she talked. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> <laughs> I think I did, but you're not wrong. It's not that. Uh, that's not a character that jumps also, off of the screen. <laughs> What? Watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. I don't know where my brain was when yeah. she started talking. <laughs> I for sure wasn't focusing on. Probably at Is two. Is that accent different? Three hours in. I know. It's a thing I noticed. Just because I do like the Well, my brain Aquaman. had probably left and was probably yeah. thinking about, I should probably think about what's going to be for dinner tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's you been were, three hours. You were astral projecting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. I wish I could astral project and watch a movie. Yeah. So um, I think we're kind of swirling around the same idea, which is like, Maybe elements of the accent and of that choice were a bit limiting, but now that that's what we and have, I think he's gotten better at it. And I think that going forward, it's about <laughs> writing things that Cumberbatch could say in that accent that sound cool. Because he's got a couple of lines in this that I think are okay, but the best lines of the movie are given to Ancient One. Mordo has some good. Wong has some of the best. But also, you know, Cassilius. Mordo fucking sells it because he gets to do his. British accent. Let's 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 Let end. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Let's end with uh, Tilda. Let's talk about the whole cast. Okay, Chiwetel is such a get and is amazing in this film. Yes, legitimately amazing. He is funny with some of the written jokes. You know, that's the Wi-Fi password. Like, he I don't is even like classy, that joke, but he sells that's it. That's the most written joke, but he sells it. He <laughs> he might sell it. Yeah, I still don't like the joke. Okay, it feels like uh, I don't know. How a do you dad feel? Wrote it. For sure, because I'm sure that um, the screenwriters of this movie were, I think, our fathers. So, yeah, dads wrote it. Why did we just watch where it was just like everything was so on the nose, like pop culture felt like it was written by a dad? Oh. We just watched something. Uh-huh. That was... Nacho Libre? No, Nacho Libre was great. Okay. We just watched Nacho yeah. Libre, guys. Yeah. And it's great. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's better than Doctor Strange. <laughs> and... uh. Talk about an accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chiwetel Ejiofor, first of all, how do you feel about the character of Mordo overall? Um, I think that... Is it the most obvious that he's going to turn evil? No. Okay. I don't I think, think it's the most it, obvious. I think they did, I think a, good they did a good job, but also yeah. I don't buy his turning evil mm. in that... Well, I'll tell you this. Every first of all, everything in this movie, everything in this movie, I think there is potential to explore it further in like a Doctor Strange. Well, they part plan two. on obviously. Yeah, and I think we could even learn more about Mordo, more about why he would turn, more about you know, because even Cassilius, like we were watching it and Chelsea was watching it with us, and she was kind of like, wait, so this guy just wants everybody to go to the dark dimension where you just. And then it turns out he doesn't even. He's not gonna like it. Yeah, <laughs> and I know a little bit about Cassilius because I'm like I read the comic book tie-in where it's like oh he lost his wife and child IPD part of that that that's part of that character's motivation and some of that stuff I think would have helped in the film for us to like understand some of these characters motivations well they just have more strongly but show up fight and Mm -hmm. then he shows up again and fights and he's like you don't know as much as you know you know yeah and then I'm like okay it's one of these movies it's one of these Marvel movies that is definitely not focusing on the villain but it's focusing on the hero where it's all about Stephen Strange about it yeah Every single of the best mm-hmm. gives the villain something. Exactly. Spider-Man Homecoming, Black Panther, Hella. Avengers Infinity War. Hella with Thor, for sure. I don't think it's the strongest stuff, but um, 
But I think that if we're talking about the villains in this film, I think Dormammu looks super cool at the end. Super cool. And, and that part's funny. So funny. And so, what is it? When when he first flips out, when he's just you like, laugh. it feels oh, like yeah. he's uh, David at the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's real, happening is to me? Is this real life? Is this real life? Do I have two fingers? <laughs> I have two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> he's freaking out. It's very David after dentist. It's great. Um, but uh, him, Cassilius. And I guess eventually Mordo. They're sort just of talking about a twenty-year-old YouTube video. Oh hell! Remember yeah. when there was like, you seen that one YouTube video? And, and it's everyone like, said, "Oh, that yes. one of the ten yeah. that exists." <laughs> everyone said, "Yes, it's all we've been talking about for this month." Mm-hmm. This month, the one good YouTube video is David after dentist. Yep. Next month, Piano Cat. Piano Cat. <laughs> Some bullshit. <laughs> so, um, Cassilius is again not the not the strongest part of the film. But Mads Mikkelsen's Mads awesome. Mads Mikkelsen is a get. I love Mads. You know Mikkelsen. why he did this movie? I know. I told you. His kids. And because he loves kung fu movies. Oh, yeah. And they told him, it's kung fu. It's not just magic. Like, you get to jump around on wires and flip around well, and shit. It's cool. Super he's cool. He's fucking agile as hell. Yeah, man. He's a former dancer. I Ballet love... Ballet dancer. Is he really? Yes. The only thing I don't like about him being cast as Cassilius, it means that he can't be Dr. Doom. Yeah, he'd be and fucking... That's it. But... Be you have the Javier Bardem. Yeah, make it happen. That's, that's all what I'm, I'm saying. Make about. it happen. Imagine him talking mm-hmm. as Doctor Doom. Oh, talk about somebody who could fucking sell any of this oh, bullshit. Yeah, totally. It's like we were watching totally. uh, <laughs> what Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, yeah. And her seriously holding a fanny pack full oh, yeah. of blue Kool Aid <laughs> yeah. and being like, "We have to protect the serum." <laughs> <laughs> pretty silly. <laughs> it's pretty silly stuff. Um, okay, so we've we've hit on some of like the villainous sides of it rachel mcadams in the film uh squandered as hell yeah and every single time she's in a scene with well here's the deal okay i think she's great they shoehorn that little love thing okay in there could this movie have worked because captain marvel doesn't have a, a hint of I'm a saying, love story yeah, don't have it you think it could have worked without one i think it could have worked without one the don't movie, have her be movie, a former Will they, won't they, don't have it be a, sure. they used to be, have it be a colleague. The have movie, them just be fucking friends. I see. I see. Instead like, of putting don't in, have it, it's like, they, okay. them getting real close, she's like, well, actually, I'm going to kiss you on the cheek. Yeah. It wasn't on the mouth. But I hear you. It, it's, 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 okay. The whole thing yeah. feels like, it feels like CW decided they were going to rip off House. All mm, of that. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, man, I don't I can't really make an argument against that. It's poorly written. Okay, that's what you think it is. Everything that has to do with Stephen Strange's real life yeah, yeah, from yeah. before. As Stephen Strange. Yeah, Stephen. Poorly and you were executed. Like, and you were like not great chemistry. I think Rachel McAdams is I great. Think and she's very sweet and she's very lovely to she him. She is better yeah, than at the chemistry thing. Yes. It, it, I, Again, it just I feels like he's focusing on his accent the whole time. It though. might might be. It's just tough because first of all, this story, this movie, and the world of the of the Doctor Strange characters, not a lot of women in the world. In fact, Ancient One was not a woman. Yeah. Like that's but also, the thing. Do that more. Do what more? Make someone a woman. Yeah, change a bunch of characters to women. Yeah, for sure. Fuck not. For sure. Or find some. Here's here's nah. Now I'm bringing in some comic book knowledge, though. That's the other tricky thing. Again, that's very fine because what we've determined about this movie is that there's some shit they should have gotten rid of, and there's some shit they should have added. Okay, maybe. Uh, Ant Man. Uh, Not necessarily from the comics, but but from other stuff. Ant-Man doesn't have a lot of female characters in the Scott Lang mm-hmm. version of the character, and so they created 
uh, borrowing a name from a, an obscure version of a character, but Evangeline Lilly's character, knowing that like, okay, she'll be Evangeline Lilly in this, and, and in the that's sequel, a love story. She'll be Wasp. Yeah, but yeah, I think maybe that's what they were thinking. But also, with Doctor Evangeline Strange. Lilly gets so much more to do. I know, and has way more agency because Christine Palmer is effectively. Well, this whole time she's like, what? She's not in the. What are you doing? She's not in the magic I have to world. Keep you alive? Right. She's not in the Camartage world. She is only in the medical world and they lifted a really great scene from a comic book called dr strange the oath which you may or may not have read where he's astral projecting himself and helping somebody with surgery on himself very yeah. clever idea like i could see how tempting sure, it is I to get do how that, they you did know. it so um so they i yeah it doesn't feel it she's such a character that is only there to service his story i mean yeah like versus we just watched black panther Good N- lord, Nikia. the fucking coolest characters you know, all over Nikia that. Nakia is a love interest, and yet she is such a fully formed character in her own right in the movie Black Panther. And Lupita have, she's like, no, yeah. you're doing this wrong, yeah. and you're wrong. It's awesome. It's awesome. So, yeah, man, I, I, the the cool thing about that is that Black Panther is so singular Wakanda that they were able to, they were able to bring in Okoye, you know, Shuri, Nakia. Io now we have more of Io which is awesome but like that's all in the Wakandan world again Doctor Strange are these two separate worlds it's very Harry Potter she's the first story of Elijah you know? to get a line in the whole thing uh no I'm pretty sure other she in fact no remember move ins- yeah will be moved awesome you're that's right that's her right that's her I was yeah. about to say yeah yeah I was like yeah that's her and uh-huh. that's great uh uh watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier it's um it's it's entertaining there's some good it and, and it's Io, fun, yeah, and uh, and the Dora Milaje are great in it. <laughs> it's fun. It's heavy-handed, but it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, so back to Christine Palmer. Here's another thing I'm going to throw your way. Okay. A major, maybe the most major woman character in the Doctor Strange mythos mm-hmm. is a character named Clea. Yeah. And Clea is from the Dark Dimension, and she's effectively the daughter of Dormammu. Is she cool though? She is. In a lot of ways, Stra- Stephen Strange is equivalent, and they eventually become lovers, like uh-huh. love interest. Like, and yeah. it's it's this whole thing of like Dormammu's, you know. Uh, uh, but he's evil. This, it's he's a real Romeo kinda, and Juliet nonsense. Kind of keeping her prisoner here, but then she helps me escape from the dark dimension, and you know, and and because she's not human, but she sort of ends up looking human. Like she comes to our mm-hmm. universe, our dimension, and Stephen Strange is. It's a little bit like, um, almost like Olivia Wilde's character in Tron. Where she's okay. a little yeah. fish out of water, a little bit like, tell me about this, tell me about that, and Stephen has to be like, well, this is a little too manic pixie. Not, not, no, she's like not funny. <laughs> okay. She's like very serious and very deep and very interesting. And, Almost in a, uh, I just fucking blanked on her name, Nebula. Yeah. Yeah, with some of that level of intensity. Not like evil, like I'm going to kick your ass, but like but she's like intense. The, she's intense. The parts where she's they're like talking about something mm-hmm. and she's like, I don't even, I can't remember the specific My example. father would rip out my, yeah, like that. Yeah, I think she would maybe in the comic books yeah, talk about Go super serious while they're talking about way. something yes. fairly so Drax. When, when <laughs> Rachel McAdams was announced, casting choice, Rachel McAdams in the movie. You thought? Comic book fans were like, she's going to be Clea. And what a great choice. What an interesting, you know, what she could bring to a role like that. And then she's not. She's Christine Palmer. And people were going, maybe they left out a major female character in the Doctor Strange world because to bring her in in movie one would be like, this is, there's already a lot. There's already a lot, a lot. Sure. Let's focus on Stephen Strange, have him set up so that in the sequel, when he is established as mm-hmm. the Sorcerer Supreme, as Doctor Strange, they then we can bring cast? him up. 
No, not that I know of. Okay. But I think Rachel McAdams is coming back in the sequel. Okay. So I'm like, is she going to have a bigger role, less of a role, a cameo? I'm very... I just have question marks about it. I'm yes. not upset that she's in it. I think it's great. Oh, you know? if she gets more to do... Please, and has bring it. something better to do? Bring it. Yeah. And some people were even saying, maybe she could even play Clea still. By like maybe this being takes the form of Christine, but some weird, you know. I'm like, no, that's weird. That's, that's weird. A possession. A little bit. I'd rather not it be a possession a little thing. Bit. And then We've, Christine Palmer is not a person anymore. Yeah, and we I just mean, have, she would be, but it's like, but Stephen still just falls in love with this other woman who looks like Christine Palmer. That's weird. You're right. I hate it's it. weird. It's I weird. Hate it's it. weird. It's almost it's, like Wonder Woman 1984. It's a comic book. Yes, I was about to say <laughs> they do that shit all the time in movies. It's comic book bullshit. Um, Benjamin Bratt is cool for like the two scenes he's in. Yeah pretty cool jonathan pangborn Mm -hmm. again deserves Um, more yeah because he's a good actor and he deserves it's so frustrating sometimes when you get such a great cast in these marvel movies because you go man what a great actor and i'm never gonna see them again like like an actor like benjamin brack could even he does deserve a bigger role which is why you know a starring role don't fucking squander it i know you got Kate blanchett let camp Kate blanchett have a fucking great and they did you're right but Thor Ragnarok still does say, hey, Zachary Levi, hey, guy who plays um, uh, Volstagg, you guys don't have a line in the movie they were cut. They've done. been in the movie, though. That's true. That's a fair point. That's and a fair also, point. they're two dudes. They're fucking fine. That's a, that's a good point. I bet yeah. Zachary Levi is doing okay. He's Shazam. He's got so the he's Shazam fine. money. He's got that Shazam money. That's yeah. right. He'll be in Shazam too. It's fine. But yeah. um, but you know what I mean? Sometimes you watch They killed movies. off two white dudes. That's yeah. very fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then they killed off the Asian dude, but he lived a little longer. Which he is, did live know, a little longer and he's type very of being funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whoever you are. Did you not hear Have a word? <laughs> but, but my point is that, you know, I do love this cast, but this is not an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Black Panther feels like it's an ensemble like they use and every this has one in the film. When Wong and Chiwetel, great. They're all but it's, like, we have to. But it's Cumberbatch's. He's the star. He's the star. Uh, let's but talk they about, don't let him be. Let's talk about Benedict Wong. Highlight of the film. Uh, the superior Benedict in this the film. The superior Benedict. And they changed his character from the comic books from manservant to librarian to very, you know. To wizard. To Yeah, to. Fellow sorcerer. For sure. Which he is in the comics, but it's a little different. And then I really love seeing. Uh, Wong in Infinity War talking about the tuna melt oh yeah but I'm then like, everybody's I want more like of that. I want more what of that what the fuck was Wong when everything went down he was defending shit he's the guy defend the sources it's true I know but everybody's like yeah. the way he dips out and he's like I gotta uh, go <laughs> no one's there yeah I have to head back <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> whereas like yeah I think it's so funny I think it's so funny um, I like it anyway Benedict Wong is great did we hit everybody until Tilda are we left on Tilda is there anybody else in the film that I'm forgetting Oh, what's um, his name? Nicodermus West in the beginning of the movie. He's great. Oh, Michael Stuhlbarg? Michael Again, Stuhlbarg. squandered. I know, but he is great. Honestly, Michael Stuhlbarg could have been a fucking awesome villain in, in the this MCU. Shit, though. Yes. Like, yes. Seriously squandered. Yes. I think he. Especially yes. the career he. Mm-hmm. Even though he's been in everything forever, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. lead Cohen Brother movies. True. True. He's just such an incredible actor. And, yeah. You know, uh, and he's, but he's, I'm glad he's getting more bigger stuff sure sure but you know we'll keep seeing him and stuff like shelly he's always going to be in those that's no fine. matter what call me by your name <laughs> call me by your name that's okay same hey guy. man he fucking gives that monologue <laughs> yeah, like nobody's business awesome yeah uh okay so now we're 52 minutes into this podcast yeah let's talk about tilda swinton someone did give a comment and they're like hector mm. i know you feel the need to limit yourself but oh talk but keep as going as much as you want 
it's a hundred percent fine. Okay. Well, Everybody I don't want to go too, too this, long. Yes, yeah, so that's very. I nice. bet Thank nobody you. gets. I bet somebody's watching the time at yeah. fifty nine minutes. Really, okay. Better not. Be running. They fucking better not. Running low. Running out. There's somebody who never heard that last twenty minutes of the Black Panther episode. Yeah, they just dipped. Mm-hmm. They're like, nope. My run is over. That is done. <laughs> I go for an hour I'm not run. Gonna, I'm not going to push it myself more. It takes me 30 more. minutes to get to work and 30 minutes to get home. <laughs> I don't believe in chakras. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tilda Swinton um, is one of the best things about this film. Yes. But I think there's a version of this film where a person of color was cast that yes. could have been as good or better. Yes. And it's so tricky because when I, years ago, like defended the choice... It's because the movie the was... The way they went about the they choice. Were, yeah, they were trying really hard to avoid some stereotypes. Number one, the stereotype of an Asian man teaching a white guy, ostensibly, how to how to be uh, the best type of mm-hmm. Asian in some way, and then the white guy saves the day, and then, ta- you know, that well, that's thing. That's fucking... The Matrix is awesome. Yeah. Just get yeah. fucking... A black guy to do it. Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> to come in. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, and also Keanu Reeves, I think... He knows Kung Fu. I think also Keanu identifies as Asian. He is Asian. Right? I think he's like... Yes. Is he like part Filipino or part... I forget what his mm-hmm. ethnicity is, but he's still white passing. So anyway, there's still you know there's still some stuff there. But you're not wrong. I think that The Matrix... I think there may have even been versions of The Matrix where Morpheus was an Asian character, mm-hmm. and they may have even changed it and you know tried out a bunch of different... Because I know Will Smith, I think, auditioned for Neo... I feel like oh yeah. I feel like Sean Connery auditioned for Morpheus. Like they they looked at a bunch of different yes. actors in the nineties and you know picked who they picked. But the other thing they did too is they is that the gender swap I think is a great idea. Like full stop. I think to have the ancient one be a woman I think is a fantastic idea. If, it, if she was an Asian woman, she would still potentially fall into that same sort of stereotype. So there's a couple different things. I get like, but yeah. what if you got Michelle Yeoh? Oh, I know. Like she could have fucking crushed it. I still crushed it. She's gonna be in Shang Chi. Her in which is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Awesome. That scene at the end. Awesome. She's one of the greats. She is one of the greats. Um, I really, really love everything. I love Michelle Yeoh. She's an incredible actress. Yeah, and also a physical performer. Yeah, you know, dang. And you don't even watch Star Trek, so you haven't even seen what she's been doing in the new Star Trek no, show. Yeah. And it's you pretty said great. she's great. It's pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm. I mean, spoiler alert, her character's killed off in the pilot. Yeah, she's a bad guy. And then, no, the good guy version of her is killed off in the first episode. Oh, there's a bad guy episode version? From the, from the Star Trek-ass bullshit mirror right universe, there, from, Speaking That's of the some, mirror dimension. Oh, my God. Yeah, but she's speaking awesome. Speaking of multiverse madness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but I think that they were trying to... So I think that they could have done a couple of different things. If they were, if they were really, really set on not having an Asian person be the mentor figure, period, mm-hmm. I think they still could have cast a woman of color, uh, a black woman or a, oh, a, yeah. a Latina woman. Or, but you know, there is a way yeah. to or subvert. Yes, there is. Or like there is. even point at mm-hmm. the fucked upness of, of the previous, past. Yes, and, and subvert it. And even, honestly, the way that, t- that the ancient one is written in this story I feel like if an Asian woman were doing that character, that uh, that already would have been a, a, a kind of a stark contrast to the stereotype of before. Yes. Here's the other thing. If they had picked a Latino actor to play Stephen Strange, if it was Oscar Isaac, all the issues really kind of go out the window. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they had picked uh, an Asian actor to play Stephen Strange, 
all the issues. It could have been Tilda Swinton teaching an Asian American guy that's like, you know, teach me, please. I was a mm-hmm. surgeon. And now, like, they just could have done so many different things. But I think that casting and also the studio. So I'm talking Kevin Feige and all those head honchos there. I think that they were really dead set on Stephen Strange. And I remember as a fan that, like, he may have even been courted for a couple of years. And there were some other actors you mean in the Benedict running. Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbatch, you just what did I say? Stephen Strange. Sorry, Benedict. They were maybe you know kind of chasing him and courting him for a while, and I think that um, Ethan, I believe that Ethan Hawke was, was in the running. The you know, biggest thing at the time. True, and I think that, and I think Ethan Hawke needs to do a villain turn. He's going to be in Moon Knight. That's what I'm talking about. He's going to be in because the Moon Knight's going to be Ugh, a seen drama. Those? Have you seen those those videos? No. Oscar Isaac doing some fight training. What? And it's Wait, awesome. Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight? Yes. I guess I forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> that is going to be the best MCU property. Disney Plus show. Yeah. It's a Disney Plus show. I'm saying it's going to yeah. be the best. I hope so, man. Because it could be so Disney cool. fucking knows not to fuck over Oscar Isaac again. <laughs> they know not to fuck him over You know again. what? All the MCU needs to do is get John Boyega in here somehow. Seriously. And you know what? Oh, we'll, we'll take Daisy, Daisy Ridley. Bring her on. Sure. Bring them all She's lovely. On. Sure. Bring them all on. Every one of them. All of them. Yes. Laura Dern, where's she at? Where is Bring her. Laura Also, Dern. Harrison Ford for I just, just some... I so mad yeah, that just... Laura Dern's not <laughs> she, in this She yet. will be. She will be. Uh, give she her some time. She better be. Um, uh, Harrison Ford is just some crotchety old, I don't know, alien and guardians yeah. of the whatever. Like, that'd be great. Just some... <laughs> yeah, just like in a... Uh... <laughs> bunch of makeup cg voice the ravagers yeah. in one of those roles <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well, so that's just a lone role so you broke my heart so i was trying to i i think i did sort of defend the casting choice of tilda and i think that casting choice aside i think she did a fantastic job and she has and tilda swinton you know already seems like an ancient magical yeah, being true it, that's absolutely true <laughs> she's such a weird cool you know just Remember watch that twitter Oja. account just that watch was around Oja. for a while no which one there was one that was just tilda swinton yeah and it was little clips carrie little... o'donnell and eli uden two comedians mm. just posting insane stuff as tilda swinton oh i see just like crazy ethereal yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah for sure like yeah. i watered my plant today and no like this, I, this, this. I watered a cloud and then flew into yeah. existence and <laughs> felt free or <laughs> bullshit like that. That's awesome. So, uh, so in that regard, I think it is a. I think it's a good casting choice too. It's just like, here's the other thing the movie did as well. Uh, the the Stephen Strange world had uh, outside of Wong and the Ancient One, a lot of white characters for these kind of older comics. Mordo was a white character, and they changed him to Chiwetel for. And it's like, does that make up for it? I, I don't feel know. like there is a very concerted effort to be to diverse, be diverse. Yes, and also address the fucked up yes. of the past mandarin great example with with um uh, uh sir ben kingsley but while again, still uh, you know so many ways to do that yeah there is and what i'm saying is i like the ben kingsley version knowing that like hey this isn't really That's, mandarin yeah. and then when next time we see mandarin he's going to be fighting shang chi like an asian hero character that's the lead that's mm-hmm. the you know uh, Michelle Yeoh is going to be in that movie, and it's going to be like this amazing stacked cast of almost an equivalent to how amazing the black actors Asian are excellence. in Black Panther. Now it's Asian excellence, you know? And at this rate, Kevin Feige and whoever, I would settle for, 
Just give us a Nova movie, just a Mexican kid, just like a young, please. Because I, I seriously, I don't need a whole movie of the whole cast. We don't even have Luis's Giant Man yeah, yet, yeah, which is bullshit. I really should be texting Jeff Loveness a lot because he's writing seriously, that movie. You should be. You should be. <laughs> I should hit him up. Hey Jeff, how are you? BT Dubs. Also, you, your Nova book is pretty great too. Yes, it is. <laughs> he could write a Nova movie. I'm sure. Let's go ahead and put it on his radar so we can yeah. just send a draft to them and be like, yeah. okay. Dude, I want to text him and be like, hey, man, after Ant-Man, do, th- do they have you writing Fantastic Four? Do they have you writing? I hope they just have him working on Nova. Did he have anything to do with Loki? Because you know how we were saying that Ant-Man is going to introduce Kang. But oh, like Loki may he, also set that up. I bet they were in meetings. Oh, boy. That's exciting. That is exciting. I should be texting this guy. Because that Loki trailer is <laughs> so cool. exciting. <laughs> Mainly because Owen Wilson. Yeah. He's tap people in the back like yeah. 60 times. I will listen yeah. to He can sell any comedy line. Yeah, he can. He's His very funny. His cadence and delivery. Yes. Man. So I said those things about Tilda Swinton, Scott Even Derrickson. Kentucky accent. Scott Derrickson seems like a super nice guy. He and, directed Our know, Boys. The uh, Scott Derrickson? Right. Didn't he direct the pilot of Our Boys? Our Boys? What's that? My Boys. My Boys? What's, What's that? The Boys. The Boys? Oh, Maybe I was thinking of the Our Jim boys? Gaffigan show. Jesus Christ! Which is uh, my boys. My boys. <laughs> Have you seen that rated R gritty superhero movie? My boys. <laughs> <laughs> that superhero show. My boys. There's so many boys. Uh, the boys. He directed the pilot for the boys. I'm very cool. Look it up. Pretty sure. Yeah, because he's done. He's uh, he also did um snow. No, just kidding. Dan Trachtenberg. I got them confused. Scott just then. Derrickson directed the pilot for Snowpiercer. That's what it the was. The TV show. Speaking of Tilda Swinton. Speaking mm-hmm. of Okja. Speaking um, of Bong Joon-ho. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Him doing a Marvel movie? I don't want to see it. I don't want to stifle that guy. Let him continue no, to do stif- whatever he wants to do. I was thinking about yeah. when we were watching Nacho Libre yeah. and how much that feels like a Wes Anderson, Taika-ish yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. could Jared has to do it? Yeah. I don't think Jared has to do an MCU movie. No, probably not. The scope's way That's too okay. big. But yeah. I was trying to think of like they need to, and they kind of are going for those type of people. Oh, totally. And depending on the project, yeah, yeah. But I would be honestly, if they were like Jared Hess is directing a Marvel, I'd be like, okay, I'll if, you know, I, it's interesting. If, if Kevin Feige is like, this is a good idea. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, okay. I trust uh, them. Yeah, at I'm this sh- point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, Scott Derrickson sent me some nice words and he's like hey thanks for that and and then and then in terms of the whole sort of like production of the movie when he signed on to the movie Tilda well, got changed Tilda was around and stuff cast. too right while uh, he was shooting it i don't know didn't he have to do reshoots and stuff i don't know for dr strange or one? something i don't think so i don't okay. know you, I I, like you may be thinking about dr Rogue strange one. 2 i think you may be thinking about dr strange oh, 2 because okay. he was going to direct it he came out on a stage and he's like this is going to be the scariest marvel movie and Kevin Feige, right then, almost in a way to undercut it, was like, it's still going to be PG-13, though. And even the audience was kind of like, ah, come on, Kevin, don't do that. Um, and they don't had creative differences. He's still producing it. And uh, Sam Raimi's going to direct it. I for the am intrigued. Me too. I think it will be super fun, but also I can't think of the last Sam Raimi movie I enjoyed. Mm, uh, that's a good point. I didn't out. see Oz the Great and Powerful. I didn't either. What else has he done? Um, he did that movie, uh, that gross like eating movie, Drag Me to Hell. I think is what it was called. There's that one. I haven't I seen think it. He did. I want to go. I, I, I want to go and watch all the Sam Raimi. I've never films. seen the Evil Deads. Yeah, we uh, watched Army of do, Darkness. We did Army of Darkness. That counts. That's uh, Evil Dead. Evil 3. Dead. 
kind but you, of. But you haven't but I seen. I mean, like I haven't seen one yeah. and two properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be down to watch all the. Me too. The I, whole I remember. I, I don't want to watch Dark Man again. Sure, you can skip that. I remember the. Um, <coughs> was that like his? No, that wasn't his first movie. I remember the movie he did right before Spider Man was called The Gift. Did you ever see it? Did we ever watch it no, together? Is that good? The Gift stars J.K. Simmons is in it. Yeah. Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. Katie Holmes. Yeah. Um, a bunch of other actors. What year did that come out? Because it sounds like, like that two, year. Th- like 2000 mm-hmm. or 1999 or 2000 or 2001 or something. Like What like, is it? Is it a horror movie? It's a, it is a thriller. So it's like kind of like seven-ish. Okay. And, um, but there's like some, uh, yeah, I would say it's kind of like that, but it's not supernatural. Mm-hmm. I don't think. But actually, okay. you know what? There may have been an element of supernatural. Probably. Wouldn't be surprised. Because it was the gift. Cause it's a, but like J.K. Simmons is in it, and I'm like, oh, snap. So he just made this movie with J.K., immediately gets Spider-Man, and he goes, I got the perfect guy. And they just brought him over for Jonah, and it's awesome. But and like, now, all the J.K. cast Simmons is really good. is in, what if they Spider-Man. just have a J. Jonah Jameson little something? Because it's going to be in New York, probably. In Doctor Strange? Yeah. They could. Well, you know that before Doctor Strange well, we comes Bruce out next be in year... It. We, no, that's Spider-Man. Uh, oh, actually, you're right. I think that I think Bruce Campbell is going to be in Doctor Strange. He's too. for sure going to be. He's been but in every Sam Raimi movie, right? The third Spider-Man film, No Way Home, is coming out before. That's going to be this end of this year on Netflix. <laughs> that's going to be end of this year, and uh, there'll probably be Doctor Strange in it because because it's like WandaVision and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness are all supposed to connect. Okay, so. What do you, Keller, what are your hopes for the sequel? What do you take from this movie that you really enjoyed that you want to see in the sequel? Um, More of, less of, go. It's got to all focus on uh, magic nonsense. Okay. Because that was the best part of this for the most yeah. part. Yeah. And. Yeah, I think the movie really gets going once, once he basically does I the, just want it to be better written is okay. really all I want. Okay. Because this was clunky as hell. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's trying to do any sort of expositiony, like mm. they have the structure, they have such a blank slate with this character who doesn't have a whole lot of backstory, mm-hmm. so they can kind of do whatever they want, mm-hmm. and they squandered the opportunity. You think to fill out his character? Yeah, I think because I don't care about him by the end, really. Mm. Uh, He's still just a cheeky bastard. Sure, sure. Do you think that um, I never got to talk about this earlier, but I was mentioning it and we got diverted. The difference between him and Tony Stark is that Tony Stark has this thing happen to him and then he doubles down with his own knowledge of the world, meaning machinery, technology, builds a way for him to get out of that situation and then changes his viewpoint. Doctor Strange gives up and then tries to find an easy way out. Mm-hmm. And then realizes he has nowhere else to go, so he follows through with the hard way. I disagree. He had a choice. To leave, but he saw... After he got shown the... War- Here's the thing. Yeah. If I... If Tilda Swinton did that to me, mm-hmm. I'm not leaving that doorstep. I'm like, hey, oh. man, that was fucking nuts. Yeah, okay? yeah, for sure. So we're, I'll, I'll hang out a while. Mm-hmm. I'll learn this. So you're saying that... Um, uh, what I was trying to bring up was that Stephen Strange is a character people have compared to Tony Stark. They're like, it's the same origin, right? This, it's not the, the same origin. The, the, what's the difference? The difference is Stephen Strange literally unlearns his skill set. He unlearns medicine and science and is forced well, to unlearn he it. He doesn't unlearn it. He, he does. He uses it. 
he just compartmentalizes it. That is not the knowledge that matters anymore. He still Correct. has all that knowledge. He's but, still a doctor. But He's it doesn't still matter Doctor Strange anymore. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter anymore. anymore until it does matter, and he saves his own fucking life because he still has that knowledge. Sure, that's one of his. That's his thing, I guess. Right, uh, but it is not the superhero thing. It is not the thing that he which doesn't become. I think he doesn't become super doctor. A, he becomes super doctor in a different way, though. I disagree. Through enlightenment, like uh, he's a different kind of doctor. Yeah. He's showing the thing of chakras. You, you ever read that uh, Doctor Strange comic book where, like, he's walking around and in New York City there's these huge, like, interdimensional parasites that are just on people? I don't think so. And he can see them. But no or one he, else can. he'll go and do, like, an exorcism. It's just they live. Yeah. He'll go and do, like, an exorcism, but it's, like, a supernatural exorcism. So he is somewhat still helping people and he can do, like, house calls. Doctor Strange will mm-hmm. do house calls. He does that shit to superheroes all the time. Superheroes yeah. will call him up and be like, Doc, I need your help. And oh, I've seen that. You've, you've seen like, that in comic books. Yeah. You've seen that in comic books. So I think what I'm saying is that he doesn't fall back on his understanding of the world to, but become, that's not even... to become a better version of himself. He, I think he really does have to challenge himself and everything that he learned. I mean, Mordo was being, he was exaggerating a little bit because you're right. He still holds on to like medical knowledge because he uses it in his life forever. Mm-hmm. But like when Mordo's like, forget everything you know, he was telling, you know, t- setting up Steven saying, for, for what, like, what's true. Don't forget everything you know. <laughs> like keep all that knowledge and just yeah. add to it. And just add to it. There's no reason to forget it. Yeah. Especially <laughs> since it's very useful because he still got fucking stabbed and yeah. no one was like, I have got, a spell just for he that. He got magic stabbed. like, no, you guys should probably still have a doctor on staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have somebody in here. Because it created a wound. Because uh, mm-hmm. you guys rolled the ancient one into a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> you still had to do that. Yeah. No one could just fix them. Because she was fighting magically but then somehow she still fell through glass and that was, you know, became physical. That's a brutal, physical. very yeah. violent moment in that movie. Extremely. That that's another thing about this movie. Yeah. He's trying too hard to push the violence in you moments. You think so? Yeah, there's like, it's the real bloody in moments. were really gnarly, the whole, the yeah. whole stuff at the there's beginning. There's some, you know? like, he's a horror hands. guy. Yeah. I don't think you need to push it I think in so. that sense, not violence. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, I, I think you're right. I feel okay. like the stuff you can push for, like, we all love the moment where the little fingers turn into little fingers, turn into little, like, when he's that's tripping like, out. That's uh, like, yeah. But that's like that's psychedelic. Trippy, like, cosmic horror. Yeah. That's like, do more uh, of that. Yeah, love Annihilation. Annihilation. bullshit. Hellboy. Like, mm-hmm. all that shit. Like, whoa, I can't even wrap my brain that around kind what of, I'm... Yeah, which is super yes. cool. That's the scariest thing, not knowing what the fuck is happening. Do you think that by the end of the well, film... That's not scary. There's not enough of a change within Steven? Because, man, we well, get... Well, it doesn't we, enough... Yeah. Because he says that the reason is to save lives, is mm-hmm. the reason he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And then it turns also out love that, it's by because the way. it's not for him. It's for himself is the only reason he does it. True. Uh, I don't... Change isn't enough. Okay. Maybe. Okay. You get why he's doing it at the end. Mm-hmm. But like it's when not he's like doing sacrifice? it over and over again, Yes. he knows he's fine the entire time. There's no sacrifice Question to it about other that. than his time. Question he's sacrificing about that. his time. Question. I wanna, it I might wanna, be a Groundhog Day level time loop where he was there for a hundred years. Sure. He, or it might be uh, he only experiences it the first time. But it's just that it's almost like different it just realities. Keeps I don't know. That's a, that's yeah. the thing to think about. Like I'm not trying to take away the sacrifice because I think it's a really cool and clever. It's clever. Clever moment. But for him to be able to defeat the bad guy. It's more clever than 
helps me feel anything. Okay, I it's get that. It's just more me more like ah. It's like yeah. the top at the end of Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. To where it's like you're just jerking yourself off now. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. You're just trying As to be. As opposed to if they had done some sort of a character moment with Steve and straight, like some kind of a. That's what we've learned with every single one of these uh, movies. It's only good if they focus on the characters. On the character. I'll, I'll try to come up with something that I think you're talking about. At the end of the first Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter Quill grabs the stone knowing you're just a human like you probably this is probably going to kill you but he grabs it from ronin and then he looks over and he sees his mom peter take my hand and it's the one tear that's what does it it's a character moment yeah yeah so there wasn't something nothing that makes you feel like he's learned anything can you imagine if dr strange the movie opened with him as a little kid somehow to get some kind of insight into you know there's a way to do that still yeah yeah like i mean the sequel could could, again the sequel we've all seen up yeah we know it can be done in 10 yeah. minutes, yeah. even silently. To love a character. To, to, really, love, to really love and a character. watch them die yeah. and cry. Mm-hmm. There is a way to fucking make you feel something. And this movie doesn't make me feel anything okay. other than when Tilda Swinton dies. I was about to say <laughs> challenge. Because a few of the moments that I love in the film... And uh, I wish they'd fucking given us... Uh, Caecilius's family dying. Right, right. Because then that, that gives you yes. the like. Uh, Here's what he was angry about. motivation. Yeah. It gives you the yeah. hella motivation, and it gives not you not on that huge level, but, but it, it gives, still gives the. It also gives you the ancient one betrayal. It also once you learn that like she's siphoning energy from the dark, you even go even when more she like, could have, like she could have saved somebody. Yeah, she could have done something. With yeah, that. but um, I was gonna say at the beginning of the podcast, I think I thought of two things I wanted to talk about. Two big things. One of them is the is the the ancient one death scene and the second one is the ending where everything gets reversed in hong kong and we kind of talked about that and how cool it looked and that i think even though it results in some fight choreography stuff that i think that that leading into him jumping up into the dark dimension and challenging and bargaining mm-hmm. with dormammu i think is all very clever and very unique and very different from all the other marvel movies and from superhero movies in general so i'm like a fan of that i think it's cool we did say we were going to talk about something that we haven't yet what how much it's like Inception. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's do that now. Okay. I think it is like Inception. <laughs> it's a little, maybe a little bit too much like Inception. Especially in the beginning. But also, you know. it does Tenet better than Tenet at the end exactly. of the movie. Exactly. So I'm fine with the Exactly. Before Tenet existed. Yeah. I bet you they ri- they sort of ripped off the uh, some of the visual language of some of the ideas in Inception. Here's the thing. I think this movie pushes it further than Inception, obviously, because it's not just buildings falling on each other, but oh, it's, well, or it's not yeah, just that's what hallways rotating. About, it's, it's very kaleidoscopic and yeah, yeah, altering it's reality. super different. It's you Just know, the visual was yeah, I get it. very similar. Reminiscent. Um, I bet you somebody told Christopher Nolan back in 2016, Chris, you're never going to believe this, but somebody, the Marvel blokes... They ripped off your Incept. You got to go see it. You got to see it. Really? Well, I bet Benedict okay. Cumberbatch told him when he was working on Dunkirk. Yeah. <laughs> Just a heads up, uh, Chris, Christopher. Chris, I don't know if you saw Chris, my last picture. But um, <laughs> huge thanks to you work oh, in Inception. Wow, thank you. But then Christopher Nolan saw it and he went, hmm, Please tenet. let me know if you need me to go back in time. Tenet. I'll do that next. No. Tenet. I, <laughs> I honestly believe that... He rewinded something because he probably uses in editing. Yeah, and was like, like, "This is my next film." Is it? (laughs) Imagine time. Uh, (laughs) I like to kind of tease Christopher Nolan and some of his like. Here's the thing: Christopher Nolan is a fantastic director, voice in cinema. Sure, 
he makes some fucking cool ass shit. He doesn't like 3D, and I disagree with him on that. I, I like I. I think we could convince him if we had him come over. Honestly, yeah. I honestly, bet if we had him come over honestly. and watch something. But one thing I do want to say bet, real quick, dude, I wish that we could get just a team of people to put a sequence from one of his movies in 3D mm-hmm. and convince him that mm-hmm. way because the yeah. way he fucking shoots, yeah, would work yeah. so well. It's very cool. Uh, really quick story about Christopher Nolan it made me do, it made me really like and appreciate him even more. I just saw this online on Twitter a few days ago, a week or two ago. Somebody said, "Here's a story about Christopher Nolan." Years ago, I went to go visit the set of The Dark Knight. He had made a scarf from his own hair. What? He just wears scarves all the time. Okay. I believe it. <laughs> uh, the movie The Dark Knight. There's a cop woman character in the film, Latina mm-hmm. woman, who she ends up betraying like the GCPD because mm-hmm. her, her parent or whatever was sick. And so you're like, is that yeah. Renee so Montoya? She, that, did you see that? No. Online, somebody at the on a set visit asked, is that Renee Montoya? And he like, according to this person relaying the story. He's like, I would never do that to Renee Montoya. Christopher Nolan like thoughtfully like was like, hang on. And then like talked to that reporter and said, it's not because it would sort of go against. He wasn't trying to spoil his movie, The Dark Knight. But it would go against Renee Montoya as a character. Yeah. And he was so thoughtful about it. And he was he really made sure to be like, he knows. Yes. And And that's a character. Invented yeah. by the cartoon. Yeah, pretty obscure, but an important like supporting. But character I mean, like the, you know, yeah, for sure. That's his level of for sure of uh, depth of the caring. That he didn't just grab a name from the comics or from a cartoon or whatever and put it onto a character because he he. They didn't knew. bring Jimmy Olsen and then fucking shoot him in the head in the beginning of the movie. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's true. Uh, which I think is which I which anyway I heard that and I was like. I saw that and I thought that's awesome for Christopher Nolan. So he anyway, cares about it. Um, it does lift from Inception. Even but if he thinks Robin's dumb, he still put that in the end of his movie. I know he didn't yeah, do it, but he's still I know, like, uh, I know. I respect that. I do. I'm not. You know, I, I get that I, he know. didn't want to do it. It's a complicated yeah. thing with what he's yeah. trying to do. My biggest issue with Christopher Nolan, uh, it, 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 with his Batman stuff, at least. I mean, his other movies, whatever. There's there movies and there's pluses and minuses. Your whatever. biggest issue is that it pigeonholed it for the rest of all time. Kinda. Is that they were so good and people, you know, love them so they much. They were so that everyone was like, "This is DC." I'm like, "Nah." And the other second thing is, if I ever had a conversation, a real true Which conversation is, with Christopher Nolan, I'd be like, "Why didn't you have a Latino guy play Bane? Why didn't you have a Middle Eastern yeah, actor play uh-huh. Ra's al Ghul?" Like those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Where I'm like, "You, you got, you should have done it's that." It's because he had his British dude. Yeah, of course, they're all awesome dudes, mm-hmm. but it's your British. Dudes. Exactly, it's your British. Dude. That's what I'm saying. Um, the scene I want to talk about next is how you were saying, I didn't feel anything other than from when Ancient One died. And it's that scene between the two of them yeah. when they're astral projected. It's the best written scene in the film. It almost feels like the... F- a different person wrote that scene. It almost feels it like... It almost feels you know, like, yeah. hey man, we have this scene. Yeah. Now make a movie around it, please. Honestly. Which I'm not... Mad. I love that scene. I think it's... It, this, I'm mad the, at that. That was the... the I think that the, was the way they went about it, I'm mad. I think the DNA of the movie is in that scene. I think she, the, the, she as she's dying, Her, sums up Him having everything. to say it's not about himself. It's awesome. Because he even becomes a sorcerer supreme, but he can't become the most supreme sorcerer mm-hmm. until he realizes that he mm-hmm. doesn't matter yeah. at all. Even though his whole deal is like, I control your re- I yeah. protect your reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bag. It's like... It's like... He uh, is Tony Stark, but less, more of an asshole. <laughs> I think, I think the the move, yeah, I think the move where the camera just shifts, just like rotates around them, is so effective, and it's and the also, simplest trick. I know what it's you're saying about uh, they pigeonhole DC, mm-hmm. but Iron Man 
is Batman Begins. You think so? In how it's like, we're going to make this as realistic as right. possible. Right. We're going to bring this all the way down to earth. Sure, sure, and sure. And we're going to make this as viable as possible. And that's all they were really trying to do with Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, I I think that... And the, I think that there's a way to make... To do that. Christopher Nolan's Gotham be the Gotham because of, it's yeah. f- fucked and scary yeah. and stuff. Yeah, while and still I having super characters flying around in other yeah. parts of the world. Yeah, I know. Because that's what Gotham I is. Know. It's supposed to be completely different from... It's like way darker than everything else. Yeah, I don't know what... I'm just... As you're saying all the stuff, I'm like, I don't know what I would do... But you see what I'm saying, DC though? films, I don't know. Like, there's yeah. a way yeah. that that could have... I agree, 100%. You can still have that in there. The difference is that... Um, Imagine that, having the that, approach. that contrast, the yeah. light of Superman to yes. the contrast of that darkness. That's what the whole fucking thing is. That's why That's, there is a Superman and a Batman. Yeah, exactly. They're opposites. They need each other. That's why Metropolis and... Gotham. Metrop- yeah. Our sister cities, apparently. Good (laughs) fucking lord. (laughs) Right next to each other. Another issue. Just kidding. We don't have to go into that. Okay. But But why are they next to each other? (laughs) I think we can. I think we can pretty much wind down with Doctor Strange. Um, I appreciate so many things about the film, knowing that it is the bare bones and the trajectory it sends Doctor Strange on. Mm -hmm. I enjoy. Good way to put it. And I enjoy almost all of the casting and i'm looking forward to seeing more of this magic world specifically magic world it just feels so much like a setup piece though yeah while also establishing magic in the marvel Mm -hmm. universe in its visually to me that's a great comparison because i feel like the first ant-man movie is also that but ant-man just so fun it's so much more fun fun. and rewatchable it's so rewatchable like this so funny so fun i might rewatch mm-hmm before the next the Doctor Strange, like next year, before the next Doctor also, Strange movie comes just out, just to put on the vision. I'll fast yeah. forward twenty minutes and be like, or here with this TV, if someone's like, "What's a good 3D?" Like, then I would put on Doctor. Like, let's watch a couple scenes because this shit looks so cool. If someone did a 3D ad, it would have to be yeah. uh, the moment that she does that to him. That's yeah. the beginning of the 3D ad. <laughs> yeah, Open and your- then it goes to that, and then you do your 3D montage. <laughs> the, the VO. Open your mind. Yeah, the VO. I would have to be like. You don't think that 3D can be amazing? And then it's still this one. Open your mind. And it zips around. Could be great. (laughs) The next one's going to have Scarlet Witch in it. So think about everything we just watched. And And then she's more powerful than Doctor Strange. And then add Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch in it. And it's like, what are they going to do with that film? I'm so excited. I don't know. Yeah. Because I'll be mad if they make her the villain. Knowing how much time has passed, you know that the 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 distance between these two films, like Doctor Strange one and Doctor Strange two, I think is going to be the longest so far in any of the MCU, like movies. In any like the, uh, all the Iron Man movies were closer together. Captain America, clo- like even not Thor. Spider Man though, that's like seven yeah. years, right? No, but Spider Man one was uh, or Spider Man Homecoming was twenty seventeen, and then five years. Far later. from home was twenty nineteen. Don't forget Far from Home. No, but that takes place. Oh, I'm not talking about take place. I'm talking about the actual production of of, the film. Oh, okay. So that distance, I feel like, yo, that script could be airtight. That script could be... I don't know if that's true. You know? I I think it's possible. I think it's possible. possible, Especially But also, Guardians 2 wasn't better than Guardians 1. No, but they did that one... They had time. Uh, Three years. They had less time, but that's plenty of time. That's three years. 
I don't think someone's if there's this much trouble with it. I don't think yeah. anybody's been sitting around writing the script this whole time, and then they're like, "Let's make this fucking amazing movie." They've been having trouble with it for the last. You think so? Years. That's I, why they had to do a switch em up. Uh, uh, I don't know. I bet it's creative differences and writing differences. But also, these Marvel movies are set up to be a, to to come out in a specific order. And the times that where they've have to shifted that stuff around has been like, oh, now we have the rights of Spider Man. Let's slot that one in here. But like mm-hmm. the fact that Doctor Strange is coming off of Spider Man Three is coming off of WandaVision. They're it has setting the most up all momentum. these dominoes. They're setting up all these dominoes. So that's what I'm saying is maybe all these years separated from the first production of the first Doctor Strange, they stepped back and went, what worked, what didn't. When do you think it's tied in? The dominoes are going to start detracting. Detracting. From the story. You can't ask me that question, dude. I don't know. It's You know it's possible. I like mean... the fact that we're like, we have a TV show, sure. three movies to set up this one movie. I think it could happen at any time. The only way, like... But I also... Infinity War earns it. Yes. That's right. I think, it, Keller, I think that the answer to your question is, um, any of these... True. It could happen with Falcon Winter Soldier. They could not nail the ending and just bring in a bunch of cameos and shit or whatever. Like yeah. it could happen with any of these projects. But will it ever be detracting to me? No, because I'm all in. Of course. I'm all in on everything. I'm never gonna be like, oh, I have to watch no, I'm gonna watch everything. Maybe. But will it become so distracting or diverting from the core, you know, they've they've made those mistakes before. Mm-hmm. Iron Man two suffered from that. Thor the Dark World may have suffered from that. So But that's before they even knew what they were doing really. Yeah. Yeah. They've got this down to a well oiled machine. Or at least they know where to spend the effort, where to take the time to make that stuff awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? So And they have so much new shit to bring into it that I don't think it's possible. It's not gonna get stale, certainly. Unless they certainly. cram too much. Which this almost does. You think, Doctor Strange One? It's establishing magic without really establishing much at all. It's like we're pulling mm-hmm. stuff from this dimension. Oh, mm-hmm. that's what magic is. We're making circles into this dimension. We make yeah, weapons kind of. and shields. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Oh, man, you're absolutely right. They could get so crazy with it. They could get so crazy Especially with it. Especially since they've been so uh, vague about Scarlet Witch's powers. Right. And even Doctor Strange. Like, there are moments in this, and it's like, these guys are useless unless they can like move their arms really strongly a few times mm-hmm. and then they can do magic. But a great little moment with Master Hamir, I think is the character's name, where Tilda Swinton brought him out because Benedict was like, I can't do it because my hands, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't do this sling ring thing. And then this character comes out with, oh. yeah, they have one arm mm-hmm. and then they just pulled it off. Even though they don't have a hand, they have one hand and then like an arm that went to like their elbow or something like that. And they yeah. did it. And I thought that's a great little moment of, of showing a person with a disability still being able to like do something which yes. is really cool they could do more of that but you're right it's like it's it's it, it hopefully a future doctor strange story is less about a physical fighting even though the kung fu shit's cool and more about like i can cast a spell within my mind i can do this i can do that i and can it also needs to be less about this movie is like man people with disabilities need to fix themselves There's i mean way too much of but, i think maybe you're right, but Jonathan Pangborn is that character, and it's and ultimately it, it, the bill comes due, man. That's part that's that's part of his whole thing. I think that going but back the bill to the doesn't have to come due. It's only because Mordo decides it comes due. Yeah, but uh, Mordo in the story he does like you. You might be right, but I think that the the big choice is that Tilda Swinton offers Stephen Strange. She tells him. He uses magic. He uses it constantly, and then he has a normal life. And Stephen goes, so you tell me I can go back to my normal life? She goes, yes, you can. 
uh, you have to make that choice. And if you do, the world would be worse off yeah. for it. And I think that's that's goes counter to uh, uh, some of the mixed messages that might be in the movie of like, oh, this. Ca-. I mean, because the whole point is that Maybe, he's trying to fix himself, but... and then he realizes it's not about fix like physically fixing yourself, which I think is a great lesson in the film. But yeah, yeah. But then it, he still is able to use his hands perfectly. No, not perfectly. He how else is he making the uh, thing every single time? There's no mention of that in any other Doctor Strange. We see him again. Like it's well, we haven't had close-ups of his hand. He's I don't think him just like sitting there doing. Anytime he does the time stone, like there's oh, so many instances and, and, in which and, they don't show. In one, in um, I it think being in, an issue ever again. I think in Infinity War they do still have the makeup of like the the surgery That's not scars and stuff. The same. But does it? Does he move them? He doesn't act like he has that anymore. Really? He acts like he's perfectly fine, especially since he always is doing this shit. Like he has so much movement in his fingers, making the interesting the hand gestures and stuff. The yeah finger tutting is what it's called. He's like, you could fix yourself, or you could have these powers. But apparently, he did both. Well, I wonder if I don't know because I just know he can't do surgery. In the movie, he hands the knife to Nicodermus West. Sure, you know, in the but, uh, but that was when he was in the trying movie, to save. He gets his ass kicked a few times too. Sure, so sure, like, sure, sure. Hey, man, he's human. Yeah. <laughs> so you would like to see more of his hands? Still aren't perfect, but he he is an amazing. Or some sort sorcerer. of addressing it. Yeah. Again. Yeah, it, I, I addresses agree. that it's something he lives with, mm-hmm. or that that's like part of his life. there's moments when he can't focus anymore and his hands hurt. Like oh, yeah. there's moments of quiet when he's like going to bed. Yeah. Like it's like taking off his glasses. Yeah. That'd be great. Or maybe something that like Wong could, you know, acknowledge or something like Steven, are your hands okay? Something like yeah. that. Like they're fine, Wong, I'm fine. Yeah, that'd be could be could be cool. I'm excited to just get more of this world, man, because I think that I think that like what after I saw the first Ant-Man movie, I really was like, "Oh, don't get no better than that. You can't do much more with an Ant-Man. Like he's going to go big and that's it. Like there's no yeah. other bad guys, there's no other, you know, uh, uh, but, but sky's how much, the limit. Sky's the you limit know how much Strange. Hank Pym opens up the whole Marvel world. Yeah. So I think just yeah. the Ant Man story can. It right? can. Yeah, but not. We Scott. went microverse. Yeah, which is cool. That's gonna be the next. He one. He went microverse. That's gonna be the next one. So you can go with Scott. Yeah, you can. Especially since Hank's still there. Yeah, he is. He didn't die, right? No. Okay. Yeah. That seems like something they'd have done in the second movie. I would be fine with it if he died in the next one. I think he will die in the next he, one. They should. They should kill him off. Yeah. And Evangeline Lilly's going to be sad. Thanks, Michael Douglas. Thanks, Mike. But then keep Michelle Pfeiffer around for a little bit. Of course. Because she hasn't been around enough. Her. We just got Exactly. Her. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, Keller. Bring Warren Fishburne back. We are in the final home stretch. Yes. For the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have eight movies yeah. left. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be wrong. Seven. We've got one, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. Eight. Did you count Black Widow? No, nine. Nine. If you count Black Widow. Yeah, that'll what's, be out by then. What's the next? We're going to go see that in a theater probably. Hell yeah, dude. I'll be vaxxed. Dude, what is the I'm going to be hella vaxxed and we're going to get to go see a movie for this podcast in the movie it. theater. What's the next movie we're watching and where can people watch it? Next movie we're watching yes. is... I know what that symbol is, by the way. I, f- I clicked on it. I know what it is. Which one? Pull up the image. Oh, okay. What's the movie? The movie is... Thor Ragnarok. Hell yeah. Best MCU movie. Coming right off of that it mid-credit is scene. the best movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Far and away. Okay. 
nothing. We'll have this debate next week. <laughs> Here's the thing. You agree. <laughs> I. Will, you agree. I will give it to Thor in the same way I'll give it to Black Panther. Exactly. In the but same it isn't way your I'll favorite, give it to Avengers Endgame. But it is the best. In the same way I'll give it to Avengers Infinity War. In the same way I'll give it to maybe Iron Man 1. Here's the thing. No one else I'll but you yeah. could watch those over and over again. The Endgame and Infinity War. Oh, I dis- I bet you a bunch of people listening right now could watch a bunch those of people over and over and over Here's again. Here's the deal. I don't want to. Th- you're the only person like that I can have I'm in my life, Pearson. and I can handle the only Pearson. Okay. <laughs> the only person. DC like Pearson that. was in Winter Soldier. Yep. And an Xbox ad. They brought <laughs> him back. All of them. They brought him back <laughs> as that character. Yes. That's funny. Yes. That's good. Aaron, I've been Aaron. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um. Okay, where can people watch Thor Ragnarok? They can watch it Disney Plus. And? OBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that like uh, Spectrum? That's right. Okay, Spectrum or Sling? Spectrum TV. Or you can rent it anywhere. The, the Sling app as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait to talk about Thor Ragnarok. It's Thor Ragnarok time is coming. so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And that's the only movie that we'll be doing oh my God. Uh, as Hang a on. repeat. Did you lie to me just now? Yes, I did. I made a huge mistake. I made a huge mistake. I'm going to cry, aren't I? Yes, because... What what bullshit do we have to watch next? What fucking horseshit garbage do I have I'm to sorry, watch everybody. before I get to Thor Ragnarok? I'm so sorry. What? As you know... Hang on. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You know that Thor Ragnarok shit. leads right into Infinity War. Yes. And we're never going to break that chain. No. But the chain we will break next week is Fleetwood Max. you don't Max, love me now. The chain. <laughs> <laughs> because even though... Damn it, we have to do Guardians 2 yes. first? Yes. Even though it's on Disney Plus, okay. <laughs> I don't know where else it could be. You watch it on Disney Plus, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Well, guess what? You know we're yeah. gonna watch Thor Ragnarok eventually. Yes, man. I made a huge mistake. man. I've made a there huge was mistake. wind in my sails. There was, and instead of the wind being taken out of my sails, mm-hmm. I was sucked under the ocean. Yeah, you're drowning. My whole ship got you're taken drowning. by the Kraken. Hey, Guardians Two is gonna be a good rewatch because it's gonna be a fine rewatch. I don't know if I will like it more or less. Here's the deal. More or less. We are going to be watching Guardians 2 right before watching Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And I am curious to see what the chuckle ratio is going to be. The chuckle ratio is a thing we're looking at. Uh, I also think that it's fitting because we're going to go back out into space. Mm -hmm. And then when we journey with Thor again, we're basically going right back out into space. Which I am glad that we're going to get Guardians Thor and then it becomes Guardians and Thor. Yes. Yeah, absolutely right. It's their movie for sure. That's Mm -hmm. Infinity So we're going to get to see... It actually is the perfect lead up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially since Infinity War is Thor's movie. It is, and Endgame is like Tony Stark and it's Caps Tony Stark's movie. And Caps like movie. they kind of share it. They share yeah. it because they're both their going into the sunset. It's in the, into the sunset. <laughs> sunset. Uh, <laughs> well, this may have been our longest episode yet on a movie that definitely did not deserve it. But no, we will. We thought Black Panther was going to be the longest. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's pretty mm-hmm. long. It's yeah. pretty long. This but is longer. We want to thank you for uh, for listening to this entire thing. You said Hector can go longer. I can. And well, let's not read a yeah. review this time. It's yeah. been too long. We'll <laughs> read a review next time. We will read some reviews next time. Some very nice messages. Um, and please. Forgive me for making the mistake. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is next. Someone turned it off and is going to watch Thor right now. This movie, Keller, ends in 2017 when Doctor Strange meets Thor. That's where this movie ends. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 ends a week before Infinity War. Well, when does Mordo go and be Uh, That's a good question. I mean, I think I can look it up, but it's somewhere sort of... In between or after. He said he was gone for a few months. 
So okay. the events, the major events of Doctor Strange, where they save Hong Kong. It's been a few months. A few months after that, Mordo shows up. And what year Jonathan did that take Pan place? Twenty fifteen. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Okay, so it's been about a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now he just spoke with Thor. We will journey back with that. We will reconvene with that meeting in two weeks' time. But next week, we're going to watch a movie that technically ends. But we got a little Taika chunk in this movie. Little, little, uh, uh, we did. A little piece of Taika. We'll be back with Taika soon. But for now, we're going to go watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We'll see you guys next week. Be sure to leave a comment. Um, yeah, wherever you're five listening stars. to this. Five-star review. You can say the worst shit you want. Five-star review, please. But five stars, please. And... Um, if you are if you are interested, we would if love to hear. If you just want to write five stars and then put portals as yeah. your <laughs> five star portals. Review. We would love to hear some feedback on how do you feel about Doctor Strange? How do you feel about Doctor Strange, and how do you feel about the handling of his story? And yeah. do you feel like they could have done more? Yeah. And I think it's that they could have. Yeah. And if you say something against <laughs> that, then we'll have issues. <laughs> Thank you guys again for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Remember, it's not about you. Yeah, it's not. Oh, my God. It's not. Actually, I take back what I said <laughs> before. It is about me. It, no, not that part. <laughs> what part? The part about I, I'd fight them oh. if they go went against what I said. It's not about me. You've changed, man. Yeah, That's I awesome. changed. Uh, For the better. Yeah, I got needles in my hands. You want to go through that portal? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to break through this plate glass this door. door. Mm-hmm. What do we call it? Dortle. A dortle. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody.